You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO and project leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 43. Hey there, Impact Drivers, Laura Bernard here. I wanna let you know that I have been thinking a lot about all of you and all of the different struggles and stresses and frustrations that many of you have been experiencing across a wide spectrum with everything going on with the coronavirus pandemic. And when I thought about the content that I had scheduled over the coming weeks, it just didn't feel right to me. And frankly, I decided to just take a pause and think about what made the most sense to meet all of you where you are right now. And for some of you, that means you're frustrated, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're anxious, you're overworked, and you were already overworked before, and now things have gotten to be total chaos. Or you might be now looking for a job. Maybe you're furloughed or your company decided to do layoffs because they can't hold on to you while they're going through all of this chaos that's going on around us. Or maybe you're a total introvert and you're loving that the rest of the world has caught on to the concept of working from home, staying at home, and you're just fine with sheltering in place. So no matter where you sit on this spectrum, I just want you to know that I hear you, I understand the frustrations you might be experiencing, and I want to do my very best to meet you where you are and help support you in the moment with the challenges you're experiencing. Some of you are very scared and worried for your health, for your family, for your friends, for your community. And for those of you that are working, you still have to get up every day and perform your essential services to your organization and to your clients. And that's not necessarily an easy thing to do right now. So no matter where you sit on the spectrum, my goal is to meet you where you are and help you not just survive, but learn how to thrive in the chaotic environment that we're in right now. And the best way I know to support you right now is to answer your questions and help you deal with the challenges you're facing. And I'm doing that as a part of a free training series that you can find out about by going to pmostrategies.com forward slash free training. In these training and Q&A style sessions, I'm sharing some tips and tricks and guidance for all of you, whether you're managing a PMO, a portfolio, a program or project, and giving you some guidance on what to do if your projects need to get shuffled around, if things need to get put on hold, if you could be providing additional support and resources to executives as they're trying to make decisions about what stays, what goes, how to handle the resource challenges. We're covering the full gamut. So I'm giving you some tips and tricks and helping you think about things you can be doing differently to not just survive, but thrive during this chaotic time. And I'm also taking questions. And what happens is when you register for one of the live sessions, I get questions submitted and then I do my best to answer as many of them as I can in a single session. And we're doing a series of these because we've gotten lots and lots of questions. And what I wanted to do today was just share with you one of those sessions to answer some of the questions that we've been getting. And then I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our upcoming sessions. We're doing them for the month of April. 
a Q&A session and training session every week, and I'm answering your questions live in those sessions. So go to pmostrategies.com forward slash free training to participate in the next live session, or you can watch a replay. And you can submit your questions there. And if I don't get to them all there, I'm going to try and answer them on these podcast episodes as well. So let's dive into today's session, which is a recording of one of those live trainings. Now I cover different things in each one and you can get the full layout of the questions I answer and the content that I cover. If you go to pmostrategies.com forward slash free training and pick the ones that suit you best. And then I will try and spend the next several weeks here on the podcast also covering particular topics that I think would be useful to you as you're trying to navigate the chaos and figure out how you can make the best of the situation you're in and use this as an opportunity to develop your skills, develop your strengths, and be there for your business leaders, stakeholders, and teams to help them through this chaotic time. Okay, I hope you enjoy listening to the free training and I hope you decide to join me over at pmostrategies.com forward slash free training. You can ask your questions there or you can join one of our live sessions and I'll take your questions live. All right, let's dive into today's free training. Okay, everyone, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. I'm going to run through some slides for you guys and answer a bunch of questions. I got a bunch of questions in advance. So thank you so much for sending in all of those questions. I super appreciate it. We are live and we are going to take questions that you guys have sent in in advance. And if I can, I will answer questions live here on the chat as well. Okay. Oh, look at all of this feedback. Everyone say hello and let me know where you're from and let me know. Yeah. First, let's just start with everyone saying hello and introducing themselves in the chat box, please. Oh my gosh. Look at there's people from everywhere. We've got people from India and Sarajevo and Ooh, Hoko in the house. I know that means Howard County because I used to live there in Maryland, right? Crystal. Let's see. Wales. Manchester, everyone go ahead and in the chat and just say hello and say where you're from. And we're going to start rolling right into the content. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Look at all these. We're Wisconsin. We got more Maryland, South Africa, Germany. Oh, this is so great. Thank you all so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. As we get started today, I want to let you know, and I'll mention this again, we're actually going to do a series of these live training sessions because what's happened is I've gotten so many questions, which is awesome. So I'm also looking at how I can answer some of these questions on the podcast as well, because there's just so many questions coming in. So what we're going to do is this is actually going to be a part of a series. Last week, I did one of these sessions and I focused on uh, some training content and then also answering questions. And that's actually going to be broken up into multiple sessions. And then this one is going to be completely different content. So if you did not see the content from last week, we'll talk about how you can get that content. And also we're going to cover even more of your questions today. Okay. As we get into this, for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Laura Bernard. I am chief impact driver for PMO Strategies. I've been in business for about seven years now. I spent about 24 years in the project management and PMO space, building my first PMO in 1999 when I had no idea what I was doing and it wasn't so easy to Google how to set up a PMO like you can today and get 8 million results. 
A lot of what I've learned and how I've learned things is figuring it out the hard way. And my goal is to make sure that none of you have to do that. And so whether it's PMOs or project management, organizational change, leadership, stakeholder engagement, agile, all the things, I want to make sure that you guys can take advantage of what I've learned and things that I can share for my peers and my colleagues, et cetera, so that you can have an easier time at it, frankly, and focus on achieving high impact outcomes. So I did spend 15 years on the inside as a PMO leader. And yeah, we're now almost at about seven years with a consulting and training company. I also founded a nonprofit called Project Management for Change, which hosts these fantastic events called the Project Management Day of Service. And we are the catalyst for those events happening all over the world. So you can definitely learn more about that by going to pm4change.org. That's pm4change.org. And I've done a ton to support the industry, sitting on boards, being on multiple Project Management Institute, PMI chapter boards, and other organizations, profit and nonprofit organizations looking to serve the project management community. And if you don't know, where have you been? Because for about a year now, we've been hosting the PMO Strategies podcast. And as I mentioned, I'm going to be looking at ways we're actually moving out a lot of the content we had already batched to make way for answering more questions and talking about the topics that are most relevant to all of you guys right now, which is managing projects during chaotic times. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm going to share with you tons of ways that you can get more resources to support you in this journey and help you no matter where you are in the spectrum. So we'll talk a little bit. I'd love to know where everyone is. So we're going to talk about that. So stay with me until the end, though, because I'm going to give you a chance to take advantage of some special gifts, opportunities, and also tell you how to get PDUs for this training. Okay, so here's something that I know about the vast majority of you, and I'm going to ask for your input here in a second. So get ready, get your, your mouse clicking ready, because we're going to ask you some questions and do some polls to see where everybody is today, to think about where I want to focus my energy most. So most of you were already overtasked when this started. Okay, most of you already had way too much going on before all of the chaos happened. And now we're in a very different place as a result. And also, many of you were telling me that you were stretched too thinly. You already had too much going on. You were stretched in too many different directions. And now things have gotten even more chaotic and more stressful and more frustrating. So I want to find out where everybody is right now. Where are you right now? And I'm going to start a poll here to find out where all of you are in this audience right now. Just click. Are you are you feeling uh, stressed? Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling all of the above? Or maybe you're feeling just fine. So let me know in the poll where you are. And when we finish, and I'm gonna let you guys go for just a second. And you might be feeling all of the above. You might be feeling stressed and overwhelmed, frustrated. It's okay. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you're feeling. And then we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to ask you some questions in the chat. And we're also going to address even those of you that are feeling totally fine, because we want to make sure all of you stay totally fine, <laughs> right? So for those of you feeling stressed, frustrated, overwhelmed, all of the above, just click really quick. I'm going to let it go for a few more seconds. And then I'm going to stop it so we can see where everybody is right now and talk about that. Okay, so this is really interesting. I'm seeing we've got everyone kind of across the board. 
Many of you are feeling stressed, frustrated, overwhelmed, all of the above, and then some of you are totally fine. And I think that's awesome because what that says is one, we got a wide range of things going on with everyone and I'm going to try and address as many of those as I can. And for those of you that are feeling totally fine, awesome. I'd like to know what you guys are doing that's making you feel totally fine. So when we talk about some of these suggestions I have, if these are things you're already doing or if you have other suggestions, put them in the chat because I wanna know if some of this stuff is working for you because I know some of my clients and students are doing just fine right now. And part of the reason they're doing just fine is because they were already working from home. They were already dealing with a VUCA environment, which we'll talk about in a minute. They already had a lot of these things going on. So one more question I wanna ask you guys before we go any further, and that is, what does your workload look like right now? I'd like to know how many of you have way too much work going on, probably the same people that are saying stressed, overwhelmed, frustrated, and how many of you have not enough work or are not employed or feeling kind of steady, even flow right now? So this is also a good barometer for me to kind of tailor what I'm going to talk to you guys about based on what um, you guys are hearing. Now, some of you might be saying, okay, I am employed, but I'm worried about not being employed versus I don't have enough work going on and I'm not sure how to manage that work. And then we also have too much work, steady, even workload. I'd love to know where you guys are right now. So I'm going to give you about 10 more seconds to go ahead and complete that. And then we'll move on and dive right into the content. Okay, so we're evening out here around. It's really cool to watch the poll and see how it adjusts as people are talking about good. So the unemployment rate of those that are on here is pretty low so far. So that's what I'm seeing. So smaller percentage of not employed versus those that have a steady, um, even workload or even too much workload. And it's indicative of a lot of the questions I got because a lot of the questions were around, okay, I've got plenty of work to do but how do I keep my teams engaged and how do I keep the work going on? And, and actually now some people are saying that their workload increased and I'm seeing that in the results here. So I'm going to go ahead and end the poll so that you guys can see the same results. And so this is very interesting. A lot of people are saying that there's too much work and they have too much going on, which is very, very interesting because a lot of organizations are slowing down, but what's happening is that it's falling on a lot of the project managers to pick up the load and a lot of the PMO leaders to pick up that load. So it's very interesting. A lot of people are saying too much work or even steady workflow, but they've got to figure out how to manage all of it going forward. Yeah. So Daryl, workload increased since the pushed work from home. Exactly. So that actually changed for a lot of folks. So we're going to talk about that as well. And I am definitely going to be taking your questions here. So let me end the poll and get back to the content. What I can say consistently that I heard consistently from the questions that you guys asked and from the comments that I got, which we got hundreds in the two webinars that we've done, we've had hundreds of people asking questions and providing insights and concerns and leaving comments about what's going on, what they're experiencing. What I saw pretty consistently is that people were ready for a new approach. So whether you had too much work going on or not enough work going on, you, most of you are feeling stressed, frustrated, overwhelmed. Those of you that are feeling totally fine, were saying things like, I'm fine now, but how do I stay sane during all this, especially when it could be going on for a long time? So we're going to talk about how we can address this. And Crystal, you're right on with your comment around suddenly clients are able to suddenly become agile during this time because they kind of have no choice. So we'll talk a little bit about that and some things you might want to consider in your organization as well. Okay, so 
What I did here consistently though, is that people were ready for a new approach. Now I'm going to talk to you about totally different content than I talked about in the last webinar training, but I do want to remind you of a couple of things first. And that is first and foremost, don't forget, you can go back to that other training. I we're creating a new web page to give you access to this whole series of training sessions. In the last one, I covered this concept called the one hour manager. And I've talked a little bit about on the podcast, but in the training, I specifically focused on the how that framework that I use for um, organizing and managing your work and managing your teams most effectively, and then also how to keep your own progress going and making an impact yourself, especially during chaos. I adapted that framework and talked about it in the context of what we're all experiencing right now. So make sure you go check that out at pmostrategies.com forward slash free training, the whole series of Q and A's and training sessions that I'm doing are going to be there for you to go access. So no matter where you are, unless you're perfectly fine right now, in which case the lot of this stuff is hopefully going to be, I'm looking for some validation from you. Is this what you're experiencing? You might be looking for ideas on how to make sure that things don't get to chaos. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But for those of you that are experiencing frustration right now, what I'm going to suggest that you do is take a pause and do what I call hitting the reset button. Whenever I've been in really, really chaotic times in my life, which there have been many, a very stressful situations where it seems like things are just piling up and you just kind of want to strangle the person that says to you, oh, you're only given what you can handle, right? Have you ever felt like that where you're just like, are you kidding me? I've had enough. I've had, there's no, much, no more that I want to handle. Don't tell me I'm only given what I can handle. <laughs> and, you know, because the things just pile up and pile up and pile up. And you don't want to hear that anymore. You don't want to hear somebody saying, oh, you're only given what you can handle. You just want to have a break, right? Catch a break. So the only way you're going to get that break right now is to force taking it. So what I mean by that is we've got to, if you're feeling frustrated, stressed, overwhelmed, if you're feeling like what you're doing isn't working, then you need to stop doing what you're doing and do something a little bit differently. So we're gonna talk about some different ways to think about the work you're doing and different ways to approach the work you're doing based on the questions that you guys asked. And my process for doing that is called hitting the reset button. And that means that we take a break for a moment from where we are with all the chaos and the noise and look at things a little bit differently. So first I wanna ask you guys to <laughs> take a deep breath, <laughs> literally take a deep breath. Because so much time we, you know, it's funny, there's been so much data and so many studies on the fact that we just don't allow ourselves, especially, especially those of us that care for others for a living. And I would say, while it's not quite the same as being on the front lines as a nurse or a doctor or an EMT or something like that right now, project managers and those in the project management field, whether you're a consultant, a PMO leader, a project manager, it doesn't matter. We are caretakers of others, because that's what we do for a living. And if you don't feel like that's what you do for a living, you're probably doing it wrong. Because what I mean by that is we're the ones that are always looking out for others and helping to make sure others have what they need to be successful. It's our job to predict the future. It's our job to think ahead and figure out what might happen. It's our job to be the guardrails to our project team and make sure that they don't fall over in the middle of trying to do what they're trying to do and get the work done. So we are regularly the ones that are responsible for making sure that the work happens. And if we can't take care of ourselves, and if we aren't taking care of ourselves, then there's no way we're going to be able to take care of those around us. And 
I shared this last time, but I will share it very quickly here because I think it's just so important. Over 10 years ago now, I was recently divorced. I was a single mom with two mortgages, lost my job, and then my sister's fiance passed away, all in a very, very short period of time. And I found myself totally freaking out. I had a toddler and was having to get on a flight and things were totally chaotic. And the flight attendant on the flight going to Florida for a funeral. That's where I was headed with my toddler, total chaos, not sure how I was going to you know, get through the year. And then this another thing happened. And the flight attendant looked at me and you know, she could tell she was very empathetic to the situation that I was in. She could tell that there was much more behind just me trying to get everyone buckled in while we were getting ready to take off on the flight. And she said to me, she pulled me out of my stressful kind of chaotic mind state, pulled me out of it and looked at me in the eyes and said, listen, you, you've got to put your oxygen mask on first. You've got to take care of you first before you take care of anyone else. And she looked, she pointed kind of to my mother. She pointed to my kid and she said, you can't take care of them until you take care of you. And the way she said it, I am a hundred percent certain and thanked her later that she was talking to me about much more than the oxygen masks falling down. She was talking to me about get yourself together, take care of yourself, put yourself first, or you're never going to be able to take care of those around you. So some ways that I recommend you do that before we go into answering all of your questions and all the different ideas I have for you, I'm going to ask that you put on your oxygen mask first, because you already were probably dealing with a lot of work and a lot of stress and a lot of frustrations. And now on top of that, you've got additional things that you're trying to deal with. You're probably working from home and you may have a spouse that's now sharing your office with you. You may have children that are there. You may have a roommate that's there. You may have some an elderly parent you're taking care of or quite the opposite. And you're an extrovert that's left at home by themselves and doesn't have anyone to interact with. So no matter where you are, it's a very uncomfortable situation for most. Now, I know there's a few introverts that are like loving this and thinking this is time for the introverts to rise, right? <laughs> because all of us that are introverts could go months without leaving the house and being totally happy. But even some of those introverts I know, us included, could use a little you know, interaction with humans every once in a while. So thank you for allowing me to interact with all of you on this webinar. So I know that there's a lot of people that are dealing with different stressful situations than they've been used to. And in order for you to do all the things that I'm going to recommend here and the questions that I'm going to answer, you've got to interrupt the noise that's going on in your head and the stress that is going on in your mind right now. So a couple of the ways that you're going to do this is you're going to turn off the news. You don't need to watch it all day long. You can get your daily fix of the stressful numbers and the situation and listening to our president talk about the chaos and feeling stressed about all of that. You can limit that to one time a day and the world will not blow up if you are not watching it all day long. So if you are watching it too much, if you have the noise on, if you're listening to podcasts all about COVID-19, if you're spending all of your day putting all of that stressful information in your mind, you will not have space to do the work that you need to do, which means a totally fine, totally perfect environment can blow up fast because what you don't realize is that there's tons of anxiety that's being produced beneath all of that, that you might not even realize just by taking in all of that information all the time. 
you know, if you're a parent and you know how you don't want your kids to watch scary movies before they go to bed, you don't want them to be exposed to a lot of this information, for example, if they're young, the same thing applies to us as adults. The more we keep putting that stuff in our minds, the more our subconscious is letting that occupy all of our energy and our focus. So every single one of you on here right now, do me a favor and take one deep breath, like count to four, breathe in and hold it, feel the stillness, and then breathe out for four. Just doing that, I mean, literally, if you do that a few times in a row, you will feel your entire body relax. Your shoulders will come down from your ears. You will start to feel more grounded. You'll start to feel more in control. So anytime you're feeling that stress, please do that for yourself because it can make such a huge difference and quiet the chaos going on inside your head so that you can focus. Now go inside yourself and ask yourself what it is that you can really focus on right now to move forward. What's important to you and what you've got to do to take care of yourself so that you can move forward. Now the rest of the stuff I'm going to fly through pretty quickly because I've got a lot of questions I want to answer, but I just want you to take this moment to breathe. And I just want you to take this moment for you to decide that you are going to be in control. You're not going to be frustrated. You're not going to be stressed. You're not going to be overwhelmed. And if you ever do feel like that again, you're going to come back and put your oxygen mask on first. Do something to take care of yourself. Okay, so now we need to talk about what we need to do to shift our mindset so that you can take in all of these new ideas that I'm talking about and sharing with you. So we need to accept we manage risks all the time, right, on our projects. We live in a world of uncertainty because we are the future predictors and we're coming up with the plans of what we'd like to have happen. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen that way. So you need to accept the fact that right now you are not going to have all the answers. And I'm going to give you some tools and some ideas on ways that you can actually do things differently based on that. You need to focus on what things are working right now and what things you're going to need to let go of. What's truly important to get you to the outcomes you're trying to achieve and go back to your risk management framework and your risk management skills. What are the things you know? What are the things you don't know? And then from that, we're going to figure out what we need to do best to move forward. Okay. So we all know in the unknowns, unknowns, unknown, unknowns, known unknowns, all that stuff that we learned when we learned about risk management. So think about that stuff and let's put this, we're good, what we're doing, what I'm trying to get you to do is use your strengths and what you're good at to manage the uncertainty and the chaos that's around you. And this is a good example. We know how to manage uncertainty. We literally do it for a living. So if you manage this like a project, if you manage this like a risk management exercise, if you look at what you can do and can't do, what you can control and you can't control and let go of the rest, then I think you'll be a lot better off. So the next thing I wanna to talk to you about is, you know, over the last year or two, you've been hearing a lot about VUCA, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And everyone was talking about how everything was in such a VUCA state before all of this happened. Well, this is a perfect example of VUCA times 10, right? This is a perfect example. We are in a very volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous time. And this is an opportunity for those of us that are PMO leaders and project managers to thrive, not simply survive. This is an opportunity for us to look at what can we do differently? What can we do better? How can we shift? Because what we're dealing with right now in this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis kind of pandemic time period 
is just an example of the VUCA environment. And there will be plenty more. I'm not talking about plenty more pandemics, hopefully, but there will be plenty more opportunities to manage chaos. And things are going to continue to move at a faster pace. Things are going to continue to be uncertain. And so all of us in the project community need to learn to embrace the VUCA and figure out what we can control and how we can control things that we can control and learn what we need to let go of. What are our priorities? Where do we need to focus our energy? How can we provide the most value? And then what do we let go of? Because frankly, there's going to be a lot of things we're going to need to let go of. So the key here for all of you is to figure out how to become invaluable to your organization. How can you bring value no matter where you are on the spectrum? Now, we're even going to talk about what we want to do if you are maybe lacking employment. So all of you, the seven, six percent of you that answered that you're not employed, I'm going to talk about that, too. I have some um, suggestions for you specifically as well or anyone that's concerned that that could happen in the foreseeable future because of all of this chaos. But your goal, no matter where you are, because many of the questions I got from you guys, I'm going to address as many as I can. Really one of like the answer was to find ways to become invaluable across the spectrum. So I'm going to give you examples, different scenarios, whether you're a consultant, a PMO leader, a project manager, portfolio, et cetera, whether you're employed, not employed, too much work, not enough work. The goal is to become invaluable to your organization. And if you can figure out how to do that, then you're controlling what you can control, right? And you're doing the best that you can do to handle the VUCA that's going on around you. One of the things that came up in the questions, and I'll give you an idea of the questions that were asked and talk about some ideas I have on ways that you can adapt. So a lot of the questions around adapting were adapting to the current environment. How can you become more little a agile with the project schedule to ensure that you still deliver on time and on budget? Some people whose job it was to like sit with people in a live environment and shadow them while they were trying to do their day-to-day -day processes so you could document it how people's risk tolerance is changing because of this all, all of this uncertainty, readjusting and realigning projects based on what's going on, a lot of external dependencies that you have no control over. Now, here's the thing. With most of this, these were challenges you already had before all of this chaos happened, meaning most of you we're in a position where you had to regularly readjust and shift priorities and projects and resources because of internal factors that technically your leadership could control. How many of you have experienced an environment where people <laughs> pulled the rug out from under you and your leaders shifted priorities and said, nope, this is now our number one priority project or a resource you needed critically for your project to be successful was pulled to work on another project. Let me know in the chat if that's happened to any of you because I'm pretty certain it has. So my point is that we have always been dealing with limited resource problems. We've always been dealing with external dependencies on things that we couldn't control. We've always been dealing with having to readjust and shift priorities because somebody's pet project got moved to the top of the list. The difference though, is that now we're dealing with it in a situation where we have additional personal and work stresses that are preventing us from seeing the forest for the trees, frankly. So here's the thing. Almost all of us were dealing with all of this stuff before. What's changed is our working environment and 
the focus we can get from our teams and from our people and our personal situations. So we're working from different places. So that's a change. We are dealing with a lot of resources that maybe you're dealing with sick and additional priorities and other personal things. All of this stuff is additional to what we've already experienced, right? We're working from home. We're taking care of people. Other people are taking care of people. Other people are stressed and overwhelmed and all that stuff, right? So remember, let's go back to what I was suggesting that you do for yourself to put your oxygen mask on first, to take a deep breath, to focus on what you can control. That's something that I'm going to suggest you do with your teams as well. And we'll talk more about managing teams in a minute. But I want to remind you guys that for the most part, you've already been working in a VUCA environment. Your day-to-day as someone in the project management space is volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and having to figure out how to deal with all of that kind of environment. Ambiguity? My gosh. Which one of you? Put in the chat, if there's one of you here that has not already had to deal with volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity on your projects every day. So, you know, let me know in the chat if this is something where you're like, nope, never had to deal with that. Everything was already stable and, you know, we already had everything planned out all the time. Nobody ever changed anything. There was never any outside factors that influenced it. So that's the world that we're used to dealing with, right? So we need to go back to what we know is our strengths every day, all day long. Exactly, Amy. Happens all the time. McIntosh said that too often. Diane says, of course. Jennifer's saying we are renegotiating project priorities right now. Right. So this is what you guys do for a living. Okay. This is what you guys do. So don't forget that. These are just more risks that need to be managed. These are just more risks that turned into issues on a risk register right before our eyes. So many of these things are things that you can actually control, that you can manage because you've been doing it to some degree or another already. What's changed is the hard part. The things that we can't control have grown and made it more difficult for us to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. And uh, if you've taken any of my training or seen me speak, I talk a lot about this, uh, this stuff on the podcast, what you were dealing with is a lot of what I call organizational change management. What we're dealing with here is that, a, that everyone, pretty much everyone on the planet is experiencing change resistance, which is because they have change being done to them that they did not control, they did not ask for, and they want no part of. As Isam was saying that he can't even manage to get to the grocery store living in New Jersey and people aren't supposed to go outside. Well, I know that's happening, frankly, all over the world right now. People are having difficulty getting out or they're not supposed to go out. So my point to all of you is this. We're going to go through some suggestions and some ideas to help you with adapting, managing your teams and all of that. But as we do this, I want you to take a big, deep breath and consider that you already know how to do a lot of this. Not the things I'm suggesting necessarily, the tips and the ideas hopefully will be valuable to you, but you already know how to manage in chaos. You're already good at it because you're a project manager, a program manager, PMO leader, a consultant who, you know, people call you like Crystal, I saw you on here, people call you to have you help them manage this chaos. So this is what we do. And the better we can get it going to our strengths, And remembering what we're good at and focusing on what we're good at, the better off we're going to be. 
So for example, when it comes to adjusting and realigning and adapting projects, here are some suggestions that you might find valuable. First, this is absolutely an opportunity to readjust and realign projects. So right now, if you had a solid portfolio, you didn't lose any staff, there were no major changes, something would still go wrong because that's Murphy's Law. Something's going to go wrong on these projects, right? Now you have a lot more external factors that are banging against your project portfolio, your individual project that are influencing it. So I was on a coaching call last week with one of my Impact Engine PMO uh, students uh, that's in the coaching program. And we talked a lot about her gut was telling her that there was no way the project portfolio as it existed, which was already pretty tight, was going to be able to be met by the end of their fiscal year. There was just no way. Her gut was telling her that, but she needed data to back it up. So I said, listen, I'm sure you're right. I know your team. I know you. I know that you've got a lot going on. And now everybody's working from home full time. Now everybody's going to have a conflict with having to like juggle conference calls and meetings with getting your kids set up on a Zoom so they could do their classwork, or you're now having to teach them from home, or you have other distractions going on. You're not dealing with the same environment, or maybe you don't have those distractions, but your team members now do. So one of the most important things that you want to do right now is just put a dose of reality on your situation. If it's a one single project or a portfolio of projects, you know you will not be able to keep going at the same pace because if you had 100% of someone's time dedicated to a project, first of all, you never had 100% of their time to begin with because they have other meetings, they have other things you're going to do. They probably weren't coming in and working 100% of the time on your project anyway. So you got to make those numbers realistic. And now you've got to add the coronavirus factor. Every single project, because of the impacts of all the things we've talked about, needs to be reevaluated to see how much you actually can do. And so that's for each individual project. And then across the portfolio as a whole, you need to be looking at, are our priorities still our priorities? And this is some of the guidance that I was sharing with this particular student in my Impact Engine PMO program, is that to look at each individual project and evaluate what capacity that she really had on each of those individual projects already, Evaluate that it wasn't 100% of someone's capacity, eight hours a day or nine hours a day or seven and a half hour days or whatever it is, that you probably really didn't have that to begin with. So level set to reality pre-coronavirus, then you have to add what I call the coronavirus factor on it, which means you got to drop it more. Depending on how much organizational change, operating change people are experiencing. If you had people that always worked from home before and this isn't a big adjustment, or you have a lot of people that now are caring for children or elderly or somebody else at home that they weren't before, you've got to adjust down your expected capacity for those people to something that's realistic. Because I'm going to give you ideas on how to manage your teams more effectively, but if you aren't adjusting down to being realistic to begin with, they're not going to hear you. They're not going to talk to you and they're going to think you don't get it, you don't understand, and you're just pressuring them unnecessarily. So deal with reality. And the reality is you will not get as much from them as you were before. And you got to make sure that your before estimates were actually realistic to begin with. So that's one thing to do. From the portfolio perspective, you want to look at the whole priority of those projects. You want to talk to your leadership team around realistic capacity expectations and realistic resource allocation expectations and 
say, does it still make sense for this portfolio where we are today? Are these still the highest priorities? And you may need to reprioritize some of those projects to help you think a little bit differently about what you can do and what you can't do. And that may require resetting customer expectations, resetting internal expectations. And for the most part, not for all of you, for the most part, there's going to be some level of understanding around that because things just really aren't the world they were before a few months ago. For others, you guys are dealing with even more chaos, more projects, more rushed priority, because some of the initiatives you have really need to get out of the door sooner, or you might be working in a hospital system or a school system or somewhere else where you've had to shift priorities as well. And the goal, the key is if you're shifting priorities to, and things have gotten even more workload, more stress, more chaotic, you've also got to remember where that line is drawn on the portfolio of what you can actually accomplish. So you don't just add the more on top when your capacity is actually decreased, not increased. So you're going to need to find ways to visually represent the fact that before, let's say you had really high performing people. So you had 90% of their capacity because 10% was in meetings and whatever else. So you have 90% of their capacity. Now, maybe you only have 75% of their actual productive quality capacity. So when you look at those numbers, what does that do to the portfolio and what projects and what priority need to be dropped off? And if you haven't done this yet, and if you haven't been prioritizing yet, then maybe you need to look differently about what projects you do going forward and how you can give them a basic priority now to help them think about ways that they can shift. So you guys already talked to me about external dependencies and limited resources. These are some ways I think you can address some of those challenges and adapt and shift based on what's going on right now and all the continued uncertainty that we're going to experience. Now, I want to quickly touch on those of you that were talking about how your concern for your job, you're afraid you don't have a job, or you are worried that you don't have enough work to do right now. Some of you truly don't have enough work to do right now. I saw that on the survey, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to not have a job. So that's excellent. So for those of you with too much to do, I've talked about some ways to prioritize, to adjust, to shift, but don't forget you also have to take care of yourself and put your oxygen mask on first. For those of you that are concerned about a job, have lost your job, or many of you that are consultants that have um, found yourselves um, with lack of client work, for example, this is an opportunity for you and you need to see it as such, whether you are an individual project manager and if you lost your job or you were in the middle of a job change or you didn't have a job before all this started or any of that. I want you to take a moment to look at this as an opportunity. There have been times throughout my career where I have and then sometimes where I have not taken advantage of those gap times. And I will tell you, you do not want to look back on this and say, man, I really shouldn't have watched so much Netflix. I really should have done something productive with my time. I wish I would have read those books. I wish I would have taken those courses. I wish I would have spent some more time on me. Because if you are, you know, binge watching Tiger King or whatever else you guys are watching on Netflix or spending a lot of time mindless, one of the reasons we do that is to distract ourselves from the stress we're dealing with. So if you can find some healthier ways to deal with the stress, the breathing, the meditation, exercise, sleep, another way to distract yourself during this chaos is to be productive. And that can look a lot of different ways, but I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference to your own sanity 
and what you're doing for yourself and for your career and your future by investing in yourself now. So if you're finding yourself a downtime or you're in between jobs, my recommendation is going to be that you find ways to build your skills. And I'm going to spend literally two minutes telling you about our program that you can go access free content right now so that you can do that. But I can tell you right now that we killed ourselves getting our membership site up and running faster and putting more content and more quality stuff in there ourselves for our company so that we could provide content and free training and resources to all of this community that needs it right now. But after this, we're slowing down. I'm reading the pile of books that I wanted to read. We've been exercising every day. We've been taking care of ourselves. So we've got a great night's sleep last night. And I'm going to take all the training I have on my book. So I'm giving you advice that I'm taking myself. I'm doing all these things myself. It's making a huge difference. And starting literally tomorrow, we are slowing down the company so that I can focus on the training courses that are in my list of training I've wanted to take and do some self-care that way, because I am not going to look back on this time and say, I really wish I would have done those things I wanted to do. So hold me accountable and I'm going to hold you accountable. Put in the comments if you've got something like that that you want to do. Uh, Crystal, I'm totally with you. I live in South Florida now. I've been wanting to learn Spanish. My kid's learning it. So we're going to take up Spanish as well. I've got tons of books that I'm going to read. I've got training classes I want to take. So if any of you guys have anything like that that you want to do and you have opportunity, then uh, put it in the chat and let me know what you guys are going to do so I can check in one with you afterwards and see that you're actually that you're doing it. So my charge to you is to seize the opportunity. So for all of you that think you don't have capacity right now because so much work is happening, you cannot work 24 seven. You have to take a break and give yourself a break to do something differently. Okay. Something different. So even if you were overwhelmed and overworked and overstressed, that was probably always there. And it's probably not going to go away anytime soon. So look for, look at this. This is great. All of you guys are putting in ideas. This is fantastic. I want you guys to spend some time doing some training and some development for yourselves um, so that you can build your skills. And it's super, super important that you do so. Your mind needs a break from the stress. And when you feed your mind, feed your soul, feed your um, your body with good, good food and energy, et cetera, you will feel so much better. And it'll give you the energy you need to go back and hard charge at work with all the stress. So I just want to let you know that I do have resources that can help you that you can access for free right now uh, to get training and support to help you if you like this. Yes, the online thing is a huge fatigue issue. That's why you want to take a break from it. So one of the things you can do is you can listen to the podcast. We have the PMO Strategies podcast. You can listen to that while you're taking a walk. You can listen to these training courses that we have inside of our training membership. You can do those while you're taking a walk, getting exercise. Make sure that you physically remove yourself from the computer, but you can still listen to things and get your body moving. So really quick, like one minute I'm going to spend on this and then I'm going to keep answering questions that we got because I want to talk about managing teams. So you can get a free trial to the Impact Inner Circle membership program right now, which has over 100 training courses and templates and tools and resources. I'm actually going to do a custom learning plan for every single person that takes the survey inside the membership program when you start your free trial and recommend training courses and templates and resources and stuff for you. 
There's a ton of stuff in there. And we also give you a transcript of all of your completed courses, your list of PDUs and certificates for each course so that you can easily submit them for if you are PMP certified or PGMP or et cetera. And I'm also giving huge discounts to other programs that we have as well. But there's tons of training in there, live trainings like this that we're going to be doing. So Macintosh is asking if there's a way to capture the content for these chat messages. I will, some of the suggestions people are making, yes, I can share those with you guys after the webinar. In addition to all of the training, one thing that I want to make sure that you know is that we also have in it a PMBOK aligned project management framework that walks through the entirety of the PMBOK, all of the different chapters, the content and templates that we have that align with that framework. We also have project management playbooks. We have a mobile app that's coming very, very soon. We're almost finished with that, but we wanted to make sure we got the membership out to you now, but you can still access all the training while you're exercising from your phone in a web browser. We have assessments around organizational change management, PMO assessment to measure the health of your PMO. We've got workshops around that as well, et cetera, as well as ways in the forum to ask me questions directly. There's a quick video that lets you go through and see all of the features of this program. I just want to tell you about the bonuses, then I'm going to get back to answering questions. There's a seven-day free trial right now. It will ask you for your credit card, but it will not charge it until after the seven-day trial. So it's just like Netflix or Audible. If you decide it's not for you, you just cancel before the end of the trial. If you like it, you stay on, you get access to more credits and resources, etc. The annual subscription has additional bonuses, training, and gift box from me that I'm going to mail with to you with a book and other resources to help you. And just very quickly, how it works is that you it's like Audible or Netflix. Well, Netflix gives you access to a membership. Audible works where you get credits every month and you use those towards your training and your uh, resources. So there's a core set of tons of resources and templates and stuff that comes with the membership. That's all free and you can go access right away. And then every month you get credits to get more training and more resources. So you can go check out pmostrategies.com forward slash membership and watch the demo video to learn more about that. We want to get back to talking about managing teams and the membership is actually fantastic for you and your team. So if you're thinking about you need to find ways to occupy team members and things like that, if things are slow for you, or if you're personally needing to develop your skills, the membership's great for you. You want to find a way for people to connect, which is one of the things I'm going to talk about now is connection with your team members. One of the ways you can do that is actually looking at things like, how do I give us something common to be working towards? And you can use some of the training programs that we have in there as a way to all go through the training together and then use that as a way to connect all of you and go on a journey together through self-development. So we have packages for teams. If you are a whole PMO team or project team, you want to go through some of these training courses together. We have really great package discounts on the membership for those of you that want to do it as, as a team. So just reach out to us at care.pmostrategies.com and we'll, we'll talk to you all about that. But anyway, one of the really important things that you want to be focusing on with your team is connection. Connection is super important because what I'm finding is a lot of people are like, especially those extroverts out there, but even all of us, if we're used to the pop-ins or stopping by people's desks or monitoring them more directly to connect with them, and now we don't have that connection, we're gonna have a really hard time running things the way that we're used to running them. So in the last training, I taught this concept called the one hour manager, which have some really great resources and ways to use like daily standups 
and other resources to help you with connecting with people. So you can go watch that one hour manager training at pmostrategies.com forward slash free training. And you can go through that to go through the whole, all the stuff I talked about there with respect to running those daily standups and other connection mechanisms. But what I want to cover here is a little bit different. You're going to have to find ways to engage them where they are, meet them where they are, as opposed to where you want them to be, because you're going to find yourself extremely frustrated that you can't get their attention. They're totally stressed. They're overworked. They're frustrated and dealing with all this VUCA, right? This VUCA on steroids and with all their distractions at home, et cetera, or they're just really uncomfortable being on the video camera in the Zoom meeting, or they're just really having a hard time with the change. And it's because that change was done to them and they weren't in control of that change. So the biggest thing that you can do right now is meet your team members where they are, understand the challenges that they're experiencing, and just slow down. If you want your teams to move faster, you have to move slower first. You're going to have to find a way to slow down, acknowledge where they are, talk to them about their individual experience and how you as a project leader, a PMO leader, a consultant, an executive, all we have all kinds of different people that are on this training. You're going to have to find ways to meet their individual needs. If you want them to work harder for you, if you want them to, if you want their focus, if you want their energy, if you want them to get things done the way you're being pressured to get things done in your projects, you're going to have to find a way to meet each individual person where they are. So for some of your team members, that means that they're gonna be happy if you just do a 15 minute daily stand up and they can be on camera with you and they can talk to you and they can engage and you guys can all find out where everybody is and what's going on. For others, they're going to need a little bit more hand-holding, a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time. The goal for you is to manage, you know, we, we've all heard this, right? That we treat people individually based on what they need, we reward people differently based on what they need. You need to figure out for each person what they need in order to be at their best, which means you're going to have to ask. And a lot of times we don't ask. We assume that we know what they need and we assume we know the best way to support them. And we don't ask. Not everyone's going to respond the same way. You saw in the survey here of all of the different people that we have in this training, there was a really wide spread of people that are like, ah, I'm just fine. Some people are totally stressed. Some people are overworked. Some people are underworked. Some people don't have jobs. Some people are great. So that is very representative of what you're probably experiencing on your project teams. And all of these external factors and people not, you know, even if you're working with a team of people that have jobs right now, and there's no reason logically for them to be concerned about not having a job. I bet you they're still concerned about not having a job because, you know, and even if you can say, but that's crazy, we have so much work. Why would they be worried? Well, because there's a lot of VUCA going on right now. There's a lot of things that they weren't expecting that are happening. So you can't, assume that everyone knows what you know. You can't assume that everyone is as clear as you are as to where you guys are headed and what you guys are trying to do. So you're going to have to slow down and bring them with you through the process by first meeting them where they are and understanding where they are. If you need more from your team, more than you seem to be getting attention, focus, you know, work results, you're going to have to make them feel cared for and you have to genuinely care. So if you do those things, I think that will really help. 
Same goes for executives. I know I had a question, how do you deal with executives that you can't get their attention right now? Same thing. You connect with them very simply and say, how can I help? Or here's the ideas I have for ways that I can help you. So we talked a little bit about prioritization and what you can do around the projects that need to be prioritized and reprioritizing and figuring out what to cut. Don't forget that that is your role. If you're in a portfolio role or in a PMO role, that is something really important that you can do to become invaluable, to become um, necessary in your organization. If they're not letting you in right now, this is a great way provide support in a way that you know they are absolutely focused on. You know that they're absolutely doing something like this right now. You know they're absolutely looking at the list of projects or should be and making decisions. So what can you do to provide very easy, digestible information to help them with that? Okay. And for those of you that said that there were people shortcutting the process and that we're not following the process and all that, I want to make some suggestions to you. I heard, I heard people say, listen, people are not following our process right now. Everything's shortcutted. Everything's chaotic. People are throwing other things at the plate. First, remember the prioritization exercise, go back to what you know, help the organization prioritize more effectively. And then also you want to let go of what you can. If you have a very in-depth, rich, complicated process that people must follow in order to initiate a project or manage or run a project or communicate about their project. This is the time to cut a lot of that stuff out, cut out the unnecessary, cut out the steps to make it easy because no one is going to be good at following a very complicated process right now. No one because of all the distractions, all the additional VUCA, all the other stuff that's going on. So this is your perfect chance to streamline and to optimize. And if you're running a PMO or a portfolio, you've got to get into the membership. You've got to be a part of that program because I'm going to open up the Impact Engine PMO program again, and you should be in it because we flip all of what you know about running a PMO on its head through that program to help you streamline, optimize, and all that. And I was not going to open that program, but I have decided that I'm going to, at least for my members, maybe for everybody, but at least for my inner circle members, because these are the kinds of times where we should be going down and in and figuring out what we need to do differently with our PMO so that it can be providing value, showing real value to the organization and making our PMO more visible and having a seat at the table. So many of you said, I'm really struggling. People aren't following the process. People aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And you know what? A lot of that you're, you're right. And they're not going to. So what can you control? And that is your PMO or your portfolio and what you can do differently in order to bring people with you through the change in order to be seen as a valuable contributor to all of these, the response teams and what's going on right now. So I've got tons of ideas for you on that. And we'll be helping my coaching students with that and actually have already been helping my coaching students in the Impact NGPMO coaching program that goes with the training. I've already been helping my students address some of those things that they're experiencing, whether it's total chaos in the hospital system or reprioritizing projects because the workload has needs to shift. So I want you to look for new ways that you can engage your team and engage 
your organization in, in providing support to them. So you don't want to get stuck with whether you're a project manager, a PMO leader, et cetera, you do not want to get stuck with, well, that's not what the PMO normally does, or that's not what I normally do as a project manager. None of that matters right now. It's all hands on deck and roles and responsibilities need to shift in order to meet the shifting business needs. And that's something I talk about all the time. You need to be able to shift to meet the needs of the organization. And right now the organization's needs are shifting. Your people's needs are shifting. Your business leaders needs are shifting. And you're going to need to ask the right questions and assess the organization for those opportunities to make a bigger impact and let go of what's not working. And one way you can do that is to consider making your projects more agile. And, you know, whether you're PMO projects, doesn't matter. One thing, and then we've got definitely got some agile resources in there and how to make it a PMO more agile, how to make project more agile. You don't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be a big agile transformation, but every single project could benefit from a little bit more interactivity and a little bit more iteration right now. So how can you apply agile principles to your PMO, the, the Impact Engine PMO training program, for example, is an iterative agile approach to building PMO capabilities and getting a PMO up and running or refining it. Perfect way for you to spend time now changing the way you do things in your PMO to be more iterative, be more agile, to be more receptive to what your people are experiencing and dealing with. Projects, same thing. Even if you have a very waterfall approach to your project, can't you look at the development cycle as iterations? Do you have multiple releases of your project? If you do, you're already doing Agile and you just don't even know it. Or maybe you do and you're embracing it. So there's some ideas there for you now. Now, I'm going to stay on a little bit longer so that I can answer questions that you guys have. So I want to make sure that you guys, any questions you have in here, I am going to answer right now. So I'm going to keep going. In the meantime, make sure that you check out the Impact Inner Circle membership program because there's tons of resources in there around Agile, portfolio management, PMO, all of that training that you can pick and choose from over 100 resources in there, probably 150, almost 150 training courses and then another 100 or so templates and different packages, um, assessments to help you figure out where you are now and think about what you can be doing differently. All of those resources are in there for you right now. So make sure you click on, uh, go right to the website or you can click on the offer and just click the link and check it out. Uh, after the webinar, you can watch the video that walks you through what's in there. And I cannot wait to welcome you into the program. You've got to at least go in there and take advantage of the free training and free resources because that's what we've been spending all of our time killing ourselves to get that up and running for you guys, which now we're going to take a break because I'm going to put my oxygen mask on. But we worked so hard to get that up and running for you guys so that you could right now, while you're in the middle of chaos, get access to good resources to help you solve the problems you're dealing with right now. And if you complete the survey, you get additional bonus credits for more free training and you can get a, a roadmap from me on where I think you could spend your time to get the biggest bang for your buck in your training and development. So now I'm going to look at some of the comments and answer some of the questions there. Crystal said, great advice, went right into work from home, expecting people to keep <laughs> to keep on keeping on. And it's not not possible with the VUCA world we're living in. Absolutely. That is so true. So, so true. Um, Azam asked if the webinar is recorded. Yes. We're actually, what we're going to do is we're going to put all of these webinars together on a, on a page uh, forward slash free training. 
So if you go to pimostrategies.com forward slash free training, you will see the one hour manager training. You will see other Q&A that I've done and you'll see this one there as well. It takes a little while to process the webinar, so you can check in a few hours and you should be able to see it. Um, Ava asked, you mentioned we get PDUs for today's training. Yes. So the you just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PDUs for the instructions. And the category for today's training depends on how long you're on, but it is half leadership, half strategic and business management. So you want to do, if you're on for an hour, then it's 0.5 of leadership and 0.5 of strategic and business management, because we talked a lot about portfolios and leading the changes you need to make to your portfolio, et cetera. And that's all strategic and business management. So definitely check that as well. Valin, good. She decided to stretch and do some yoga moves. Yes, yes, yes. You could have been doing that the whole time you're listening to this training, except for when I was asking you to chat with me. So definitely you want to do that. And also other things that you can do is you can, you know, listen to the training, the free training and offering and the membership while you're stretching, while you're walking, while you're exercising, while you're just getting a break from the screens. You can listen to the podcast. You can listen to this free training and access all the resources. Tiago said, I want to share with you all that here in Portugal, we are on the fourth week of lockdown and there's a growing awareness for the need of change, economy, value chains. We PMs will play a huge role in reshaping a society for a project economy and a more sustainable and balanced way of life. Tiago, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I'm trying to share with you all the things that I am. And that's why I'm trying to give you all the support and the resources and the love and attention and care that I can because I believe in that wholeheartedly. I believe we already know that we're headed towards a more projectized economy and we are the people that manage chaos. We are the people that know how to make the magic happen during chaotic times. And that's why I told you what I did at the beginning. We do this for a living. So if you go to your strengths, if you go to the things you know how to do already, you will see that you've got this. And that is so incredibly important to remember. You have got this. Come inside the membership and I'll be able to continue to support you on all of that. Um, that's my commitment to you. You'll see me there in the internal forum. You'll see me there being able to support you. Absolutely. You will get the support you need because I've got your back and I want to make sure that you don't feel alone during all this and that we continue to work together to find ways to support each other during this chaotic time and well beyond. Because I think the opportunities for PMO leaders and project managers are going to be limitless as a result of this. So what are you doing to prepare yourself, take care of yourself, take care of your career? And if you're not working, one of the programs that we have inside the membership is a whole resume template and a resume course and LinkedIn updates and things you can do to boost your profile and boost your interview skills and all that stuff while you have this downtime now. So there's some resources in there for you as well. Let's see. So Crystal said that she's going to step away and do some yoga after this, which has been which has been wonderful for her health. Absolutely. Is Impact Agile. Yes. Kia. The Impact Engine PMO training program is an agile implementation approach. And the Impact Inner Circle has tons of resources in it that are about agile, agile methodology, implementing agile for PMOs, for projects. Okay, let's see. Yep, you can find more webinars on projectmanagement.com. I, of course, like my stuff because I know that stuff inside the membership program has been curated and vetted and is very, very high quality. And 
doesn't send people down the wrong path. The one, and I'm not speaking about projectmanagement.com specifically, but the one challenge that we have right now with content is that there's so much of it that it's hard to know what's quality and what's not. So I know there's a lot of great webinars on projectmanagement.com and other places. My only concern is there's a lot of programs out there that tell you to do big, heavy process. There's a lot of books out there that'll say, build and run your, your PMO by doing a bunch of templates, tools, and process. That's not what a PMO is about. And if that is what you think it is, then we need to go back and have you listen to the first few episodes of the PMO Strategies podcast. That's not the purpose of a PMO. That's not the purpose of project management. So there's the one thing you've got to be careful of is know and trust your source where you get your training and information. That will make a huge difference to the outcomes you're able to achieve in the role that you're in is that you've got to have good quality content that is in alignment with specifically what you're trying to do, which is make a greater impact in your organization, focus more on outcomes, not just creating a bunch of outputs. And that's frankly why I created the Impact Inner Circle community. That's why I created all the courses. That's why I went into business was specifically because I saw that there were a lot of resources out there and there's a lot of content out there that was not in alignment with what my business leaders have always told me was important and what I know works. So definitely find resources out there that support you. I hope, you know, that you get good value from the resources I have. Okay. Studying for my agile project management certification. Awesome. Also, by the way, if there's anybody on here that is not PMP certified, if you are inside the Impact Inner Circle membership community, you get $750 off our full PMP certification program. So if you're inside the membership, you get, a, because it's a full program with a comprehensive training program, and it also includes an entire um, exam preparation program. So you get both of those things plus the membership all together for a huge discount. So if you don't have your PMP, now is the time. They are changing the exam at the end of the year and the changes that are coming are significant. So there's no better time for you to be focusing on and getting your certification, whether it's the ACP, the PMP, the PGMP. We have a PMP program. We don't have the other programs right now, but we do have a full PMP program that takes you through everything you need to know and is incredibly valuable. The best one I've ever seen, which is why we partnered together to create this program to help you get your certification for the exam changes. If you were thinking about doing the PMP specifically, do it this year. When exam centers open back up, they are going to be packed and you're going to want to make sure you get in there, get your spot and you're ready for it to do it this year as opposed to in the future. One really important note, Crystal was saying set realistic expectations, eight to 10 hour days with all the stress is not healthy. And that's true. And I know a lot of people can handle an eight to 10 hour day but only if they're taking breaks. So make sure you're taking time, you're taking breaks and you're getting exercise and eating healthy and sleeping during the other hours. So if you can work standing up, for example, I'm standing up. I spent almost all of yesterday standing up while I'm working. I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting a lot of movement even in my day when I'm working really hard for all of you guys. Okay. That is, I think where we're going to wrap it up for today. I am going to continue to do some more training sessions. Definitely encourage you to join us in the membership. Take advantage at least of the free training that's there. And then if you like it, stay and take advantage of the templates and the resources and all the things that you get access to by being a part of the program. I look forward to welcoming you in there. And for those of you, I know there's some of my Impact Engine PMO students. You guys get the membership 
as a part of the coaching program. So those of you that are in the Impact Engine PMO training and coaching component, the coaching component comes with access to the memberships. You've already got the new membership included in your experience. So you'll see that when you log in that we've moved everything over and you have, have access to the Impact Inner Circle membership program. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for all of your time today. I just love you all dearly. And I hope that you're, you're finding ways to put your oxygen mask on first and take care of yourself, build your skills, take advantage of this opportunity of additional downtime. Those that were commuting a lot, no longer commuting, you can find the time to support yourself and take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Okay, Impact Drivers, I hope you enjoyed getting to listen in on one of the free training sessions that I'm doing for all of my Impact Driver community. So I encourage you to join us over at pmostrategies.com forward slash free training. Ask your questions that you have about what would help you right now as you're dealing with managing projects during chaotic times. And I look forward to answering them in one of those upcoming training sessions or right here on the podcast. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a high impact rest of your week. Bye-bye for now.